Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Yes, today we're going to hit surviving and thriving, first aid and home remedies. Now, there are going to be a lot of changes coming up. If you're curious at the end result of shutting down the pipelines, opening the border, and printing money, well, <laughs> indiscriminately, uh, well, lumber prices are now 600 times greater than they were a few months ago. We're going to have fuel shortages coming up, so all that whole prepping stuff and, and working is really a good idea. The second half of this, if we have a chance to get to it, we're going to talk about the the current um, forced uh, medical therapy that's approved by emergency use authorization, uh, exemptions for it, stats and facts, because the procedure has been done in our public for about five, six months. So we get into that. Okay, so please help support us with the Dr. B VIP. It does take a, a huge amount of effort to do this thing every week. And and the big thing is, man, if you guys can get on the Dr. B VIP site and share the information, that's how we change the world. Uh, forget the whole new normal. That's how we get back our freedoms. So um, realize that that your freedoms have been taken and it is illegal for the government to close churches, schools, face masks, healthy people. The CDC just came out with a study that said there has never been a documented transmission outside of people-to-people in contact, except for one construction site in Singapore. So uh, get the masks off the kids and let them play baseball and run around. And if you're a freaked-out adult, um, you know, get some education. So let's go over some first aid. Now, for sure, find a corrective chiropractor, a naturopath, not somebody that drugs symptoms, okay, to get their advice. If you have an emergency, man, get a healthcare professional. That's vitally important. What I'm going to give you is stuff that you can do right now when you're in a crisis situation. So asthma, let's talk about asthma first. On a severe attack, a person cannot speak. Okay, they are in deep trouble. Now, they're taking air in, but they can't get it out. They're like drowning. Now, it's going to be a tight chest, coughing, labored breathing. Um, And things that can cause it are contaminants, allergens. And with the number of uh, forced vaccinations and medical procedures, we're seeing a huge number of allergies rise. So in order to prevent that, look at vitamin C, antioxidants. Okay, hugely important because that's going to suppress that histamine response. Um, and, and look at things that can damage or create that histamine response. Uh, what you can do is get uh, warm cloths, warm water in there. We'll start to relax and, and open up those breathing tubes, the bronchus. Also, uh, and know that nasal breathing will also bronchodilate. Um, a reflex on the foot and the sole, um, you can tap, okay, if there's somebody that's in deep trouble. <gasps> Cup your hand and tap on their back, tap on their chest. That will also help loosen up because people with asthma have 10 times the amount of mucus that somebody doesn't have. So look at the causative factors. It's going to be a hypersensitivity immune system response. Dehydration is going to cause it. 
um, and stress is going to cause it. So uh, in an attack, you have to get that, that going. Now, I was walking a few years ago with um, the son of one of my girlfriends, and he, at the time I wasn't married, so I'm married now. <laughs> That's huge, huge important to put that, uh, that thing in there. But, you know, this, this sweet little kid started to have an attack, and luckily we were in a park that had eucalyptus oils. Eucalyptus oil and oregano oil actually have antimicrobial effects on it. So I crushed up this uh, leaf in my hands, and I let him breathe it in, okay? And breathing in that, that the eucalyptus oils was amazing. It had a really, really positive effect on him. Uh, so for asthma, look at the cause of it. Uh, get adjustments, get the neck adjusted, so you get the cardiac and respiratory center. Hydrate the person, get high-dose vitamin C and vitamin D to help with the immune system response. And find the source of it. But in an attack, uh, do that handcuffing, the hot water, essential oils, um, you know, just get that um, person who's suffering uh, to emergency as fast as you can if you need to. Now, nosebleeds, okay, now I'm not talking about hemophiliacs. Uh, nosebleeds, you do not tilt your head back, okay? Sit up, look straight forward, and put your finger along the side of your nose that's bleeding. Just apply pressure and hard pressure for a few minutes until the bleeding stops. Uh, sit up straight. You can lean forward a little bit so you're not bleeding on your shirt. But hopefully, if you're putting enough pressure there, that will help. And one of the things that you can do to, to help with nosebleeds is increase the integrity of your tissue. Take high-dose vitamin C. Take, take minerals, which is hugely important. And look at the stressors. But also look at other things that can irritate the nose. Okay, you're looking at mucous membranes lining the nose. So a weakened immune system, poor sleep patterns, um, it will start to weaken those blood vessels. So we're looking at stressors. Nail fungus, an athlete's foot fungus. Now, how do you prevent this? Look at vegetarian um, cuisine. Clean the blood. Get a colonic. Eliminate processed foods and sugars and breads. Cut the nails close. Now, those are all some of the sources, and this is why when you see nail fungus, um, you're looking at blood toxicities. The majority of them are going to be on the right foot because that has slightly low uh, blood pressure than the left. But now, for the direct thing, you can soak your foot in aloe. Also, soak your foot one part vinegar to two parts water. And the soaks should be 45 minutes um, for about a couple of weeks, and then you can change the aloe vinegar for four to five days. You know, that soaking will help get in there. You can also apply tea tree oil right on top of the nail at least a couple of times a day. Oregano oil is also really good, but oregano oil can burn if you're over um, a, a cut. Vicks Vapor Rub surprisingly works really good, uh, but also we want to keep that area dry. So look at baking soda, just regular old aluminum-free baking soda um, to keep the feet dry and get it exposed to sunlight. That will help. So you clean up the blood and get the foot working correctly. Uh, now, toothache and tooth care. When you're looking at teeth, there's a way to eliminate plaque on your own. Now, this is going to sound wild, but you're going to need baking soda, 
uh, apple cider vinegar, water, and essential oils like uh, peppermint or spearmint. So what you first do is put the baking soda on your toothbrush, brush all around, all around, in and around the teeth. And if you remember that experiment when you did baking soda and vinegar, how it bubbled up, okay, like a volcano, well, that's what's going to happen. So you brush with baking soda, and then you rinse with apple cider vinegar, and it's going to just explode in between the teeth. It's amazing. And this is going to start to break up the plaque, break up everything. And then what you can do is rinse with water and then coat and paint the enamel with essential oils. Now, the essential oils will actually pierce the enamel and get into the dentin and actually allow that tooth to start to regenerate. You can regenerate enamel with this if given enough time in the health of the tooth. It's amazing. Um, but, but for like regular toothaches, try direct application of heat because that um, viruses, funguses, and bacteria die at a higher temperature. Also, direct oil of clove, that helps really good. You can also do oil pulling, which is taking, a, say, a tablespoon of coconut oil or peppermint or, or sesame oil or olive oil, and you swish it around in your mouth for 20 minutes. And this is going to allow the, the salivary glands, the parotid glands, the submandibular glands to really get a workout. And for 20 minutes, you're sloshing this around. And it draws out the toxins. And coconut oil is anti antimicrobial. And make sure, though, you do this. You spit it in the trash can, not in the sink, because it will clog sinks. And then afterwards, brush your teeth as regular. And um, you do that, say, once a week to once a month. It's going to be amazing. Or you could do oil pulling every day if you have a certain infection. Now, here's one. Um, a buddy of mine got really bad poison oak. Um, there's a couple of tricks for it. Now, poison oak and poison ivy comes from the dust on the plant. So you can use dishwashing detergent full strength right on it, right after exposure. Now, leave the full strength on for about 20, 25 seconds and wash it off. You can use moist heat on it, um, which is fantastic. That will rush blood to the area. Um, you can use veggie juice, chlorella, spirulina, and again, high-dose vitamin C. That's going to be amazing because you're looking at a histamine response and we re want to regenerate it. Um, motion sickness. Here's a good one. Now, ginger tea is fantastic. Um, but also, if you um, put take ginger tea, put a little pad of organic butter in it and steep in water 10 minutes, and then drink it. That actually helps. You get the healthy saturated fats of the butter and the ginger tea calms down the system. But also for motion sickness, you gotta get your chiropractor to check your upper cervical because that has to do with proprioception. And if you've ever seen those acupressure wristbands, they work. They work fantastically well. It's a little pressure on the inner side of your wrist um, it's amazing that that little influence really changes proprioception. Now, when we talk about wounds and cuts, okay, this is hugely important. Okay, that when you got cuts, there's three things to do. Um, compression, clean, and close. Now, one of my patients, um, we're talking four tours of duty, special forces, Vietnam. 
Okay, and he was in a Cambodian prison camp, so this guy was really deep in. And he told me he could clean out a wound with urine. <laughs> and when I found out he was a special forces guy and a medic, I said, oh, man, you, you must know anatomy and physiology. He said, no, but I can show you how to clean a wound in the jungle with urine. <laughs> so we're talking really tough guy. But know that when you're cleaning it, um, just straight water works. Um, disinfectants, like anything that burns, is not good. But if you rinse it with water and then put compression on it, particularly after an acute injury, um, the blood vessels can start to find themselves and it can start to heal. So compression is, is the most important thing. Um, disinfectants, uh, even, and you could use the, the electric tape, duct tape, um, I've used glue before, fishing line. If there's a really big, um, a Band-Aid will work sometimes. Band-Aids, I don't know, I've seen them come off most of the time. But, you know, I'm used to getting an injury while you're working or hiking, and, you know, you have to complete the day. If you have a cut that's really, really dangerous, um, that requires a tourniquet to limit the blood flow, be very, very cautious of that. Okay, make sure that you have either a Boy Scout or somebody with training that knows how to um, temporarily decrease blood supply, but also to occasionally release that so that you can have um, protect the area because you don't want to cut the blood supply off to a limb for a while um, because that can damage even healthy tissue. Now, burns. Uh, multiple stages of burns. So there's a lot of things that you can do. Um, clean it, cool it, cover it, and heal it. And, and it's, it seems so simple, but that's ideal. Now, your kidneys will be taxed. If you've ever had a sunburn, that sunlight actually breaking up and denaturing um, your skin. It's just like what you would put steak into an oven. So you're breaking up, and there's going to be a lot of extra proteins floating around through. So the kidneys will be taxed after sunburn. So get lots of um, healthy water. Get get some juicing in there. That'll help with soluble fibers. It'll make a big deal. You can also, uh, once the water or the burn is clean, you can put colloidal silver on it, or aloe, or coconut water, um, or coconut oil. The reason is those are all antimicrobial and they will help to protect. You can cover it with aloe. Aloe is one of the greatest things for minor burns. If there's blistering, you've got to keep that area cool and clean. And those blisters will start to break open, opening up the skin. So you can expose it to direct sunlight, but with aloe or some antimicrobial, uh, keep it covered, um, even on, on ionized olive oil. Ozonized, ozonized olive oil is amazing for healing the, the blood. Um, it's interesting. There's also, if you've ever seen the movie uh, Gladiator, where one of the main characters had an infection in his arm, and they put maggots in there for maggot debridement of the wound. And it works really, really well. Well, they still use it, because it turns out that maggots eat only dead tissue, and they poop out a natural antibiotic. Uh, there was a great article on uh, Lancet, and this was in the year 2000. Quote, the use of maggots 
can dramatically reduce treatment times compared with conventional therapies. It sounds gross, but I've got to tell you what's amazing is that this has been around for forever. You were actually designed to live on this planet. Now, good and bad dis disinfectants and antimicrobial. Uh, the dangerous ones are like the polysporin and neosporin. The reason is when you're putting on an antibiotic cream, you have a huge number of, of bacteria on your skin. And this can create a competitive environment and leave you with antibiotic-resistant um, bacteria. And that is dangerous. Uh, it's because when you're getting a cut or an injury, there is a lot more than just bacteria on there. There's yeast, funguses, bacteria. Um, and in fact, neosmycin is one of the ingredients that causes a severe allergic reaction. Now, if you're looking at MediQuick, Neosporin, triple antibiotic, um, the generic names are Bactricin, Neomycin, Polymix B, all of those topical ones, remember, you're putting an antibiotic on there when you are going to kill some bacteria and others you're going to keep stronger. Uh, so just realize that germs are our friends. Okay, they want to be on there. Like Staph um, Epididymis will protect you from Staph aureus. Okay, so there's certain types of bacteria that you do not want to kill. So you don't want to indiscriminately wipe it out. Know that heat will help, but also good uh, um, things, good disinfectants, like colloidal silver has antimicrobial properties, which does not create antibiotic resistant. It's like the bacteria can't adapt to it. Hydrogen peroxide is amazing. If you've ever heard of tetanus, hydrogen peroxide can actually kill that. Um, aloe is fantastic. And then even exposing certain infectious agents to heat. The UVB radiation has antimicrobial properties and sunlight. And even viruses, funguses, and bacteria die at a higher temperature. So there's a lot that you can do. And in fact, when you look at there's there's antibiotic warnings on kids. Like if a child has more than 10 rounds of antibiotics, there's an 80% chance that he could develop some type of lymphoma. So do not pass out antibiotics like they're candy. And this is out of the American Journal of Epidemiology, 2005. Sometimes medication isn't the best. Uh, now, it's interesting. When you look at colloidal silver, and this is one of my favorite um, things for first aid and just for around-the-house use, um, the National Institute of Health and the Alternative um, na uh, National Center for Complementary and Alternative Medicine. It's called NCCAM. Uh, they do not like colloidal silver. And I love this. This is taken from their website. Silver is no known function of the body. Silver is not an essential mineral. Um, there can never be a silver deficiency. Okay, all of these claims are really foolish. Um, the FDA doesn't consider colloidal silver safe or effective. I mean, uh, look at silver. It's just silver particles suspended in distilled water. Um, it has a unique electrical and chemical signature. It can kill viral materials within the cellular structure. Uh, now, it rebalances the source of electrons. This is actually how it works. And if you've ever heard the term born with a silver spoon in his mouth. That's because silver, if you're eating bacteria-laden food or infected food, it can help. 
they used to draw a silver coin in a in a in milk to keep it from spoiling. Um, now the disinfectant uses. Uh, Russia used to have a, a orbital station, space station called the Mir. They used uh, silver as a disinfecting agent in the drinking water. The World Health Organization recommends colloidal silver in water filters. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration approves a range of different silver impregnated wound dressings. Yeah, they don't like colloidal silver, but they'll do it on um, wound dressings. Um, <laughs> biomechanical research in, in Zijing College in China um, it shows it's highly effective against bacteria. Um, the MRSA, even, an antimicrobial barrier dressing container silver, is a highly effective, reliable barrier. And this is from Hull York Medical School. I mean, it's, it's amazing how you really have to do some research and see um, what, what is true and what's not. I mean, they use colloidal silver in medical appliances like catheters, endotracheal breathing tubes, um, studies in Germany, Michigan, Belgium. I mean, amazing. So how you make colloidal silver, and I, I should have this tonight, but you need something with 99.9% .9 pure silver, and you need 36 volts, and that could be three 9-volt batteries um, just taped together. And you need distilled water, and that's it. So you put the nine volt or the three nine volt batteries together, and you hook it up, okay, to two pieces of silver and suspend them about an inch apart inside distilled water, and you let it go um, for about a couple hours. Now, in order to see it forming get a laser light, okay? And this laser light, when you pass it through, at first you pass through distilled water, you won't see any beam. You'll see it on the glass, on one side of the glass, on the other. As the particles start to disassociate from the silver, you're going to start to see it go in there. Uh, you can also get a TDS or total dissolved solvents meter, which is really, really good. Um, now, once you let it sit for, oh, say, a couple hours, um, you've got to uh, run it through a coffee filter, okay, and this is huge. It's got to be a plastic filter because you don't want metal because metal can, you know, negatively affect the charge of the colloidal silver. And then let it sit for another 24 hours, run it through again, and then you've got colloidal silver that's going to last for years, and you can use it for any kind of first aid. Heck, you can even spray it on vegetables, and they'll last fresher longer. Except I actually like my vegetables to start to rot so they get a little bit of bacteria in there. You know, fresh veggies are great, but, you know, veggies that are a week old or so, um, they're absolutely fantastic for juicing and blending, and you get that healthy gut flora. Hydrogen peroxide. I know we're covering a lot of material, but this is amazing. Now, make sure it's oral grade. That's hugely important. Um, but but you figure 3% hydrogen peroxide um, is a stabilizer for a lot of things. Now, uh, if you find 35% grade, food grade, you have absolutely got to dilute it. Because, I mean, if you put it on skin, it can literally whiten the skin. It can sting. 
35% is way too powerful. Diluting it down to 1% to 3% is safe. In fact, what's interesting with hydrogen peroxide, neutrophils, this immune system cell, produced hydrogen peroxide as their first line of defense against parasites, bacteria, yeast. I mean, it's amazing. And 120 years ago in India, uh, they found out that hydrogen peroxide added to little small amounts of water cured uh, colds, flus, cholera, malaria. And, of course, when the British um, found out, they decided to issue fake information to stop it because it was affecting their drug sales. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's amazing stuff. Look at coconut has one of the most best first aid. So, like, if you're preparing for, you know, um, say, challenges in the future, a way to make colloidal silver is brilliant. Okay, electric tape, duct tape, brilliant. Okay, hydrogen peroxide, oral grade, get a few gallons of that. That is an antiseptic. It, it's great for your immune system. Coconut water, this stuff lasts. Um, just know that it, it, coconut can kill viruses in, that cause influenza, herpes, hepatitis C, SARS. I mean, it's amazing. Coconut water can kill bacteria. It can kill funguses and yeast, candida. It expels tapeworms, lice. It's incredible. If you're lucky enough to live near a place that has fresh coconuts, consider yourself lucky. I mean, up in, um, we call it North uh, America Norte, Northern California, we have palm trees that don't grow coconuts. At our clinic in Mexico, the palm trees down there produce coconuts. So there's there's a really narrow range of where we can get it. Now, one thing that you should have growing in your yard immediately is aloe vera. The plants call it um, the, the plant of immortality. The Native Americans called it the wand of heaven. This is what me and my boys would use for burns, cuts, scrapes, everything. Even uh, we had a dog with white fur. And he had skin disorders all the time. And we would put aloe on it, and it would help immediately. But it has anti-ulcer, laxative, anti-inflammatory properties. This is like an all-around first aid kit. Now, if you get poisoning, and I know this is a whirlwind. We're going to have a, a, a giving too much information in too short a time. Poisoning. The solution to pollution is dilution, Okay. Now, find out if a person is poisoned, find out what they were poisoned with, okay? Because sometimes you may want to induce vomiting, sometimes you may not. If the person has been poisoned, immediately call the Poison Control Center. You don't have access to a phone or to get Poison Control Center. Look at, at, um, at what you can do. Okay, charcoal, amazing. Activated charcoal. And C60 activated charcoal, if you could find that, that's the best. And this stuff does not go bad. It's literally charcoal. So this is one of the home remedies for a first aid kit that everybody should have. Um, bentonite clay, amazing stuff. You can take it internally. You can put it on um, wounds. Now, here's a poultice that you can make that literally draws the toxins out. You want to do two-part psyllium powder and one part activated charcoal. And you, you put water in there to make a paste. Now the psyllium powder, you want to make a paste um, 
kind of like uh, a pudding, not a real thick pudding, because this is going to harden. Then you take two layers of plastic wrap, one layer of wrap, and you want to roll it out to about a quarter inch thick. And then you put the other layer on top, and you can roll this up and put it in the freezer. So it's about a quarter inch thick, plastic on one, plastic on the other, rolled out kind of like a pizza dough, but only a quarter of an inch thick. Now, when you're ready to use it, you unroll it, remove one half of the plastic, and you can wrap it around any kind of wound. I had a really severe leg infection uh, a few years ago. Amazing. It drew some the toxins out and had a massive, massively positive effect. Um, look at pain relievers. Okay, we covered a lot about pain, but water is one of the best pain relievers. Deep breathing is one of the best pain relievers. It, it alkalinizes your system, changes your pH, and stimulates endorphin production. Fish oils, great for pain relief. I mean, just do look at all the natural remedies, but please stock up on this stuff. Stop up on the charcoal, up on the bentonite clay. Um, start growing some fruits and vegetables, particularly aloe is one of the greatest ones. Um, be ready to take care of yourselves. Um, watch um, survival videos, watch prepper videos. Um, take, take a, I don't know if Boy Scouts are still around, but by gosh, they taught me a bunch. But just get ready to be self-sufficient because depending on yourself, I would trust that over depending on authorities to be there. Um, this is Dr. John Bergman. We're going to have all of this stuff tonight. God bless you. Uh, I love you, and you're going to be okay. We're going to take the world back, and we're also going to cover a couple of things that I think you're going to find interesting. God bless you, and I love you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.